When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everyone. If you're enjoying the podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Got it? Almost. I got it. Good. I'm coming up. And two minutes later, I was there with her on the top. There we go. Piece of cake. I... I don't know about that. You alright? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Delilah took a seat on a rock overlooking the beautiful scenery of Yosemite Valley. Look at that view. Gorgeous. I went back to the ropes and pulled up my bag. Thirsty? No. You should drink something. In a minute. I chugged some water and went back over to her. Everything okay? Yeah, I'm just tired, Val. Oh, well I figure we can wait here and then head up to- Head up? Yeah, we're not even halfway. Uh, how far up do you think we are? I don't know, two, maybe three thousand feet at this point? That's more than halfway. Okay, so we're more than halfway. Let's finish it. I'm tired. Okay, well we can rest longer, but we need to watch the time. Why don't we just rest here, eat and enjoy the view, then head back? But we didn't make it to the top. Do we have to? Is something wrong? Did, did I do something? No, Val. I told you I wasn't feeling it, okay? I just wanted a nice, relaxing day. Relaxing? I was fine with climbing because we haven't done this in a long time. But now, I'm exhausted. And I just want to go back and sit around the campfire and drink tea and relax. Really? Yes. Plus, Mom and Dad are watching Hunter, and I want to roast marshmallows with him tonight. They knew we'd be gone all day. Val. This was supposed to be a day just for us. And it is. No, not now. Not if you're hurrying to get back. What hurry? I want to climb higher. Well, I don't. Meet me halfway, Val. Literally. Maybe I'll just go by myself then. What? No! That's dangerous! Plenty of people go solo. Seriously? What if something happens? What if you get stuck? Or fall? Or... Fine. Forget it, D. You win, okay? I won't go. I give up. Can't this just be enough? 
I looked up to the top of the half dome. Sure. It can be enough. Seven Land Productions presents The Stone House Episode 9 Yes. Dear Delilah, you've been in here a long time now. I brought you supper. I'm not hungry, Gavin. He had tried to get me to have dinner with him and Noah earlier, but I couldn't eat. Instead, I sat in my room, replaying the last few days in my head. What the hell was going on? You gotta eat something. Really, I can't. He held a plate of eggs and bread and potatoes. I can't. I'll put it here anyway. He put it on the bed next to me, his shadow now covering my whole body. I know you miss him. When's the boat coming, Gavin? I have to get to the police. I have to tell someone. I told you, dear. Enough! Please, I have to do something. I don't know what there is to do. Fine. Then I'll go back out there and look myself. Delilah, you'll freeze to death. It's dark and cold. You hear that wind out there? It's nasty. Nasty! You'll need to stay indoors and eat your food. I'm not hungry. Normally I wouldn't let anyone eat from the table because we eat as a family here. Well, under the circumstances... There ain't no circumstances. Gavin! You tell me my husband fell to his death and I'm supposed to act all normal? No! No, I can't! I can't rest until I find him. Well, you ain't gonna find him. What? I mean to say he's probably drifted out to sea, dear. Well, the bottle came back. Is that what you want to see? His bloated body laying down there like some beached whale, is that it? I want to find my husband. But you won't. I didn't like the way he said that. Then it looks like I'll be missing a lot of family dinners. You won't be doing that either. I didn't realize Gavin was so tall until now. He towered over me, looking down at me with glaring eyes. Remember, dear Delilah, as long as you live in my home, you follow my rules. Gavin. Yes? I didn't know if I had the courage to say this, but I had to. I had to ask. Are you telling me the truth about Val? My whole body was tense. I didn't know what I expected, but it wasn't anything good. My fists and jaw were clenched, waiting for his answer. He slowly turned to face me. Why, of course, Delilah. The last thing I'd want to do is upset you, dear. He smiled a crooked smile and walked out.
<sighs> I had been sitting tucked into a crevice for the past hour. It was dark now, only a bit of moonlight seeping in through the rock window, which now seemed even higher than I originally thought. I stared up, thinking back to my rock climbing days. It's not that high. Sure, the rock is slick, but there were ways around that. As I sat debating, I noticed my throat dry. I was thirsty, but I dreaded drinking from the pool water. But I couldn't wait any longer. <clears throat> it was so cold. I had taken my clothes off earlier to wring them out. It helped, but not much. I knelt by the pool, the moonlight only allowing me the sight of the young girl, her hair in a ponytail, floating above her. Don't look, Val. I reached down with a cupped hand and brought the water to my mouth. The coldness sliding down my throat made me shiver more, but I needed it. I drank and drank. <laughs> but then clouds moved in front of the moon, drowning me in darkness. I sat there for a long time, trying not to cry. All of this because you had to drink. Once again, I fucked myself over. And not just yourself, D2. God damn it, Val. You shouldn't be here, not in this cave, not on this island. Eventually the clouds parted, allowing the light to illuminate the cave once again. I turned to face the rock wall. Would I even be able to fit through that hole? Who knows? You've had your rest, Val. It's time to try. I took off my shoes and ripped some more strips from my overshirt. I took the strips and tied them around each hand and my feet. I went to the wall and looked up. It was higher than I thought, maybe 20 or 25 feet. Who cares? You've climbed higher. I reached up and grabbed the wall, feeling for a good handhold. When I found it, I lifted slightly. Muscles in my arms and back tightened. I was sore, but I fought through the pain. I pulled up as high as I could, sliding up my right foot, my toes wiggling, feeling. There. It hurt, but I pushed up, now feeling with my left foot. There. Okay. I held with my right arm. It was hard to see anything, but I felt with my left hand. I eventually found a protruding bit of rock and clasped it, but it was slick. Would I be able to hold on? I had to try. My nails dug into the rock as I pulled. I continued to climb, slowly but surely, carefully. Okay, okay. I looked up, but the hole seemed like a mile away. I pulled myself higher and higher. You can reach it, Val. You can reach. Then the rock under my foot gave way, crumbling and falling. My weight dropped and my hand slipped and I fell. I landed right on my back, the pain shooting throughout my body. How far did I make it? I wasn't sure. But what I was sure of, this wouldn't be easy.
thought for sure I would be able to cry myself to sleep, but that empty feeling in my gut prevented me from doing anything other than staring at the ceiling. I didn't know what to do. Flashes of that night by the pool kept entering my mind, no matter how often I tried shaking them away. Something wasn't right. I didn't trust Gavin, but would he? Could he? I can't sit here. I don't care how cold it is. I got up, put on my shoes, and slowly crept down the hallway. The fire was nothing more than a few orange embers. Moonlight seeped through the thin curtains. I got a chill, not from the cold, but from how quiet it was. I reached the front door and was just about to open it when... I spun around and saw Noah by the table. Noah, what are you doing up? I walked over to him and knelt on the carpet. Hey, buddy. You need to go back to sleep, okay? He frowned and pointed to the door. Mm. Well, I'm not leaving. I'm going to the beach to search for Val. I have to keep looking. He could still be out there. That's when his head lowered. I raised his chin. Hey, hey. Everything okay? Mm. <sighs> He shook his head slowly. No? Why? What happened? I quickly looked past him to the hallway beyond, making sure it was clear. Hey, buddy. Your dad. Is he... Is he telling me the truth? He shrugged. You don't know? <sighs> okay. Well, I have to go look for Val. So, go back to bed, okay? I got up and made my way to the door. When I looked back, Noah was still there, watching me. I motioned to his room with my head, and then went outside. walked back and forth along the beach for what felt like hours, but found nothing. Could he really be gone? Just like that. We seemed fine. He slept with me. Why would he just start drinking and... But Gavin smelled of wine too. Gavin definitely wasn't telling me the truth. I wished this was some kind of sick joke and Val would just reappear back in the house, waiting to surprise me. But deep down, I knew that wouldn't happen. But what could I do now? The frustration of waiting was eating away at me. If this damn supply boat doesn't show up, what do I do? Was Gavin telling me the truth about that too? Part of me wanted to walk into the water and just let the currents take me out. I could feel more tears coming, but I fought them. I didn't want to break down again, but what else could I do? I felt so useless. I wanted to wake up from this nightmare. Please let me wake up.
The wind had died down. Clouds had moved in, blocking the moonlight. I made my way back to the house, still hurt, weak, and empty. Suddenly, the front door to the house opened and Gavin came out. I froze. He didn't look my way, but instead hurriedly made his way around the side and past his garden. He didn't see me. For some reason, I crouched a bit, watching him. He stopped a moment. Did he realize? But then he kept going. I ran up to the house and peered around the corner. I saw him making his way into the woods. What was he doing? Where was he going? My curiosity was too strong, and I followed. He went deeper into the woods. The woods were dark, and I eventually lost sight of him. Shoot. Do I keep going, or should I go back? I stood there by a large tree, leaning against it, semi-hiding behind the trunk. Fuck it. I try. But just as I was about to keep going, someone grabbed me from behind. I startled. <gasps> it was Noah. His tiny hands had grasped my wrist. Noah, what are you doing? You scared me. He groaned and pulled at my arm. Noah. He pointed back at the house. He wanted me to go back. I looked into the woods again. Nothing but darkness. He tugged and tugged. Okay. Okay, I'll go back. I let him lead me back to the house. your dad doing? But he didn't say anything. He just kept looking from me to the door, back and forth. What is it, Noah? <clears throat> Can't you talk to me? Can't you say something? He had to know how to talk, right? He was old enough. This wasn't shyness anymore. It couldn't be. Please, Noah. I need to know what's going on. Please. I knelt down to his level. Please talk to me. But he just stood there, head down, slowly rocking back and forth. I could feel frustration rising, but I took a few slow breaths to calm myself. I didn't want to snap at this young boy. None of this was his fault. So I stayed there, holding his tiny arms and waiting. Noah, please talk to me. Suddenly, his eyes went wide and he pointed to the hallway, to my room, and then ran to his. Wait, Noah! But that's when I realized. Footsteps. Outside. I got up and ran to my room. The front door opened, just as I made it to my room. I kept my room door open, just a crack, to peer out. I saw Gavin come in, shake out of his coat, and kick his shoes off. He was mumbling to himself, but I couldn't make out what he was saying. He stopped and looked toward my room. 
I froze. Could he see me? No, there was no way. It was too dark in the hall, right? He stared at my door for a good 30 seconds before making his way through the living room, out of sight. I slowly crept back over to the bed and quietly got in, shoes and all. I heard his bedroom door close, and I instantly relaxed. Noah was frightened. He pulled me back to the house. What was Gavin doing? Where did he go? He wasn't gone long. Something definitely wasn't right here. And tomorrow, I would find out what was going on. I had fallen multiple times, but this time I was so much closer. I was more than halfway, but took a different route, climbing to the left of the window. The sound of the waves crashing was louder. I could smell the salty air. Okay, okay. Breathe, Val. You're almost there. You're almost there. I needed to make my way to the right, but there were no good handholds. I struggled to find one, reaching and reaching. On. I was losing the grip on my left side. I dug my nails in deeper, but my foot was slipping too. I needed to find something, anything. There. I pulled myself up on the right side, letting my left hand relax a bit, but not much. I needed to find another handhold. I reached up with the left, searching until... There we go. I got closer and closer. I had been working on this all night. Who knows what time it was now, but I had to keep pushing. This was it. I found another handhold and gripped tightly. Maybe another eight feet. But the closer I got, the flatter the cave wall became. It was hard to find anything to grip. My right foot slipped on slick rock. Shit! My foot swung wildly, searching for a place to rest. Then I felt both my hands slipping. Oh god, no. Come on, come on. I grabbed hard with my left hand and pushed up with my left foot. I needed to find something quickly. My right hand came down on a small ledge. I gripped it tightly, but then the rock came loose. Oh shit, shit. The rock crumbled in my hand and my left side slid off the rocks. I hit my chin where a part of the wall jutted out and fell. When I hit the ground, my right leg bent back and I heard the bone crack. I leaned up to look at my leg. The bone wasn't sticking out, but I saw the bump in my skin. No, God! I broke it. I just broke my leg. I laid down, gritting my teeth. That was it. There would be no way to get out now. So I just stayed on the wet ground, trying to fight the agonizing pain. Ready to give up.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Stone House Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Corey Pettit as Delilah Robert M. Lamb as Val Jack Austin as Gavin Co-starring Dennis Caldwell Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a Seven Lamb production.